Freedom is a major issue. That's why I chose to name this collection the Legalized Freedom Collection. That's the name of the tour. Gear up. Get your merch. Let everybody know you represent that freedom. Let them know you support what we're doing. You, you check out the podcast. We got hoodies, caps, some t-shirts, new t-shirt designs coming as well. But uh, stock up now. Legalized Freedom Tour merch. Do we have a promo code or anything? We do, but only if you're inside of the Discord, which is another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. So when you get a chance, check out the merch store. Uh, always dropping new stuff. We're thinking about some coffee mugs, maybe. You know, you never know what we're going to drop. So you go to chingobling.com, click store, click merch, and uh, you could shop your little heart out. Have a great time. Knock yourself out. Now, speaking of... Tia members and agents of the mm -hmm. Tamal Intelligence Agency. These are proud to pay supporters. They're directly funding the growth of this show and the studios. And never before ever done. We're adding a new tier. Yeah. Super entry level. Super entry level for those of us, for those of you that want to join the Discord because you like Discord or you like chatting, you like that whole messenger kind of uh, interaction. We're going to have an informant tier. So it's $1 a month. Yeah. If you want just access to the Discord, that doesn't give you access to any uh, bonus episodes or videos or audio or anything. It's just for the Discord. You get access to the general chat room for $1 a month. Yeah, that's like the main chat room. Yep. But uh, I think that's a steal. Yeah. That's a super steal because if you already listen to the show and you hear us talk about the agents and the community mm -hmm. and the Discord and the chat and just the direct connection at all times, um, hell, you can't beat that. No. That's a dollar. And that was like one of the main things that was like behind the paywall that yeah. only agents could access. But an agent suggested it. Say, call it the informant tier, do it a dollar, give them some access to some of the Discord. Yep. And uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, don't hesitate. Do it now. Take action. And you already support the show. Might as well take take that little leap of faith and uh, meet us on the dark side. And still though, enjoy the podcast. For sure. <laughs> Those are like the stereotypical Cinco yeah. de Mayo. I'm at Lupe Tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> it is Cinco de Mayo. Chingo de Mayo, y'all. Chingo de Mayo. Chingo de Mayo. This is RPT, season number 14, episode 161. It is Thursday, year of our Lord, 2022, May 5th. May 5th. It is 5 May, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer DJ Big Rob in the building. Yo, what's going on? With the extra nicknames. Yo, this is a single to my audition, bro. That, like, when I first went viral for expressing some political opinions, mm -hmm. I had on the sombrero, right? When they took the clips out of context. You sure did. I was wearing the sombrero, and people got triggered. They're like, oh my God, he's saying America first while wearing a sombrero. Well, guess what? I don't know if y'all have come back around. I don't know if y'all been noticing. But guess what? You couldn't cancel me. I can still eat tamales. You can't be like, your fucking taco card has been revoked. And y'all tried to draft me and switch me over for Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> saying he's going to be Mexican, not me. Well, enjoy your war, enjoy your taxes, and enjoy your inflation. Uh, this is RPT. This is where we get into the nitty-gritty and we talk about it. This show is made possible by the love and support by members of the, uh, the TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency, which we're going to do a meetup in Houston real soon. We'll tell you about that in the Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to join up, join the agency, the only credible intelligence agency left, the TIA. Hit up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. The TIA agents are proud to pay members who sign up for a monthly recurring sum. And that unlocks double the weekly podcast, 24-7 Discord chat server. And you get to sleep good at night knowing that you directly supported the growth of the show. Can you tell them about the $1 tier? Is that active? It is active. So okay. the informant tier is a new tier we talked about last week where if you just want access to the Discord, you want access to Chingo and myself, the whole group of TIA agents uh, that are in there and captains and All the whatnot. rooms. All the, the rooms. The survivor room. Yeah, all of them. Not the even DIY just the general room, chat. The sports room, yep. the investments room. Yep. Originally we had said we would do the general, but we're just going to give you the whole kit and caboodle of the Discord. It's for a dollar. The whole Discord. Discord. The whole Discord. All the chat rooms. Oh my God, no. That's that's. I don't know if I can get behind that, but uh, hey, it's too late. It's too late. The decision has been made. I made the executive decision. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So you get a lot of a lot of value for the dollar, and if you ever want to increase your pledge, you could always do that, but just start with a dollar. You ever see like used car salesmen or furniture salesmen that are like, oh my God, I've gone crazy. I've gone loco. This is a loco deal. No, this is really crazy, dog. Yeah. Like you giving, you giving probably like one of the most attractive things about the whole community 
away for a dollar for a dollar but hey a dollar a day but hey guess what we got a ton of listeners and we want to just get you in there so you can kind of see what we're about yeah um yeah man so i don't know if i'm gonna rock the sombrero the entire show but i want all my raza to think long and hard about their values in terms of what kind of country like what 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 matters to y'all like i have a list on my phone of just notes of like how to communicate what matters to us. We just want like safe communities, like a decent economy, jobs, strong dollar, peace. That's you know, a good question. Of, That's like a good what question. we had in 2019, 2018. I, I would love to talk to the people that are always, uh, you know, being activists for something, like just being loud to be loud, you know, without really having like a defined, what do you want exactly? And ask them like, what, are you about? what, what matters to you? Yeah. Do, do you want like, are you able to define what a woman is? No, they're not biologists, dude. They're not biologists. A lot of them, you know, they're still going to school, trying to pay the... <laughs> bad dude. Bad, bad dudes. Corn pop. There's a guy named Brandon. They're getting raped by, you know... Brandon's guy. Big business. And capitalism's the enemy. Interest rates. Corn pop. I can't pay this. Bad dude, folks. Rates. No hyperbole. Bad dude. No hyperbole. I want some taquitos. Yeah, man. So it is Chingo the Mile. I will see you uh, in Corpus Christi tonight and all weekend yeah weekend long corpus christi legalized freedom tour y'all know we had we had to name it that for for a reason and um last year the tour was called freedom of speech tour and people scoffed people had the nerve to be like freedom of speech dude we what do you why would you name your thing that like we totally have that that's not even a threat and now the minute their big tech monopoly gets disrupted and one billionaire uh threatens to get the keys to to one of the platforms twitter and all he wanted you know one of the things he said he was going to do is stop suppressing stop the shadow ban and a little bit more free speech the biden administration created the ministry of truth like the following day yeah y'all still have google youtube facebook instagram y'all still control the rest of the freaking public town square conversation like the rest of the big tech landscape it's just one dude one platform and people lost it. And hopefully people realize like, oh shit, freedom of speech really is a thing. Oh yeah. Also on the brink of having some kind of crazy shift or a retraction of sorts. I actually have a couple of things. We're going to talk a lot about Elon and the media and what they're t- talking about, what they're saying about him. But do you want to put a pin in Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo is going down. Puro pinche chingo de Mayo. Um, you know, we're going to do Chingo de Mayo comedy weekend all weekend long. Corpus Christi. Tell a friend. I'm I'm here in Corpus. I'm there. May 5th through the 7th. Do not miss it. After that, Arlington, Texas, May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, May 20th. Abilene, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan, Texas, May 28th. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, June 4th. Uh, Austin, June 9th. Uh, so many more cities. Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, OKC. Hit up the website, chingobling.com. Get your tickets now for Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Waco, Brea, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, and more. That's right. And we're going to put a pin in that. Yeah, go ahead and what switch back to believe? your, your let, reminder. Sign up for the uh, RBT server, like we said, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales to become a part of the TIA, the coolest, baddest, most uh, informative Discord I've ever been a part of. I mean, it's the best community out there, bro. It and is. and and it's it's really a threat because the Latino vote is so crucial, right? I mean, they try to bundle us up like, oh, y'all are people of color, and you're gonna be down with BLM, and you can't wait to put pronouns in your motherfucking bio and a Ukraine flag sticker on your car. Well, guess what? We're the deplorables. Guess we're, what? Guess what? Blue collar folk, the working class, they putting a squeeze on us, and you know that's who we represent, man. We're about America first. So, what do we have on today's topics? got a lot to talk about elon we've kind of been talking about it obviously since it started happening but i gotta ask you now that we've had another week of discussions and uh, social media posts and and whatnot about old elon you know starting to gain control or eventually inevitably get, gaining control of twitter mm-hmm. have you changed your your thoughts on anything have you gotten hopeful about anything like what's going through your your dome because you like twitter yeah, like, yeah you love twitter it's fine mm-hmm. v- versus um, all the other platforms like that's well well it's it's basically what it is i mean i love instagram too but I have a love-hate with Instagram because I just feel like it's a time suck. You know, you end up in a worm wormhole. You went on there to just check one thing. Next thing you know, you're looking at a whole bunch of other shit and your blood pressure's going up. You're mad about something. So it's kind of a love-hate because Instagram is that powerful. It's one of those where it's like, dude, think about how much time you can earn back. 
You know, yeah. you could be looking at jujitsu tutorial videos, like some how to, some prepper shit, figure out your fucking garden. You got more time to be on the Discord now. You know, look at your YouTube analytics, CBTV, subscribe now. Por favor. Uh, so speaking of Elon Musk, <clears throat> you know, I'm not a fan. I don't know what you what words to use for this guy, but I am not a fan of this guy whatsoever. The, the, who's, who is this? A reporter? Mehdi, Mehdi Hassan, I believe his name is. He's a MSNBC uh, host of the show. He He has like a... I don't know. It's just a crazy fucking show on MSNBC. But he had a couple of good videos that went viral late last year with uh, Dan Crenshaw. And he's had a bunch of people on. And they're just so radically ridiculous is the best way I can put it. So he's going off on Elon, which Elon claps back. But let's listen to the video first and get your thoughts on it. I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free childcare. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. And this asymmetrical polarization of U.S. politics would be laughable if it weren't so horrifying. We are living through an unspeakably dangerous moment. The pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi faction of the Republican <laughs> Party is poised to expand dramatically. Shut come your bitch ass up. We're just two years away from Donald Trump very possibly re-seizing executive power. And fixing everything. If that happens, we may look back on this past week as a pivotal moment when a petulant and not-so-bright billionaire carries... I mean, God forbid Trump comes back and fucking starts to clean up shop and opens up the goddamn pipelines and oils and oil shit. You know what I mean? Because Russia got buku oil. Everybody else, we over here buying oil from Venezuela. God forbid we get back to peace times and we get off this war racket. Anyway, let's let this doofus finish. Casually bought one of the world's most influential messaging machines and just handed it to the far right. I'm joined now by God forbid Johnson, we also are allowed to speak. Atlantic and the author of the Wait. I mean, they're so against the fact that, like, oh, bitch, we can also be seen on Twitter as well, and y'all stop uh, censoring and um, suspending, like Charlie Kirk. You know what I mean for just saying something about gender. Uh, Babylon B for giving Rachel Levine uh, Man of the Year. Levine, yeah. Levine, whatever. That was uh, This was one of Elon went off, but this was one of the replies to it. Yeah, uh, Elon said NBC basically saying Republicans are Nazis, and then he says the same organization that covered up Hunter Biden laptop story had Harvey Weinstein's story early and killed it, and built Matt Lauer his rape office. Lovely people. <laughs> what about the uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, I guess ABC had that story first. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He, there's a lot of other replies to him. See if I can un, uncover them here, because it was a pretty long thread. And that man, what was his name? Mehdi? Mehdi, uh, Mehdi Hassan? Okay. Well, he tried to simplify everything as saying, the far left just wants us to give us health care. The far right wants white supremacy and QAnon. And it's like, that's what you got out of this? Yeah. That's how you're going to break it down to people? And I just feel bad for people that watch that channel and get an opinion assigned to them. Yeah, no, not, sure. not on this Cinco de Mayo, sir. Not today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't find the thread. of he, he posted a lot of tweets in regard to this video because, I mean, I mean, why wouldn't you? You're Elon Musk and these people are slamming you left and right. Damn it. Hmm. Name all them. But yeah, man, uh, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, if you're on the left and you're listening to, you know, Med, I think it's Medi, pronounced Medi, but if you listen to his show and only his type of show and Rachel Maddow, you're fucked. There is no way you're, you're coming fucked. around. You're you don't, never you coming don't even around. Know, you don't even know what's happening. You no. you just think that we need to go give 33 billion to Ukraine and that Republicans are crazy for thinking maybe there were some shenanigans with the election, Re- regardless of the 2,000 mules. Uh, have you seen that trailer, dude? Yes, but have you seen it itself? No. I, we need to watch it. Isn't okay. it 2,000 Mules? Is it out? Yeah, 2,000 yeah, Mules. Yeah, like I believe I, so. Okay, I thought it was going to be in theaters or something, Dinesh uh, D'Souza. Do you know how they went about getting the data and the and the information? Kind of. The geofencing of the of the third-party apps? Yeah, sort of, but I'm not, not really. Uh, so, in essence, I'll give you the layman's from how I understand it. Okay. So, basically, everywhere you go and everything you do, all your behavior, all your habits, your phone is pinging off data to through these other apps you mm-hmm. got running on your phone, right? Some bullshit you downloaded, you don't even pay attention to. It's keeping track. All that data 
get sold, I believe, to like a third party intermediary mm-hmm. who then sells it to like Starbucks. And that's how they know you're in their parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They can start hitting you with ads. If you're using the Waze app, they're like, hey, dude, there's a Jack in the Box or an Exxon up ahead. Sure, you're not hungry. Need to fuel up. So th- um, the lady's name, I think her name is like, oh, man. She runs the True the Vote. Okay. I forget her name. I believe she's based out of Houston. The way they did it, the way they got their evidence and their data in all these different states is they bought the cell phone data from one of these third party like advertising type of people, uh, companies, and they did the geofencing location. So they were able to study like, okay, how many times did this person go to this Dropbox and then run back to this warehouse and picked up more ballots? Basically, they were, they were ballot trafficking. You had people... They're having to take pictures of what they do and mm-hmm. how they did it so that they can get paid. So it was like this huge organized, they're going to hit them with the RICO law, mm. organized crime. Dude, I, I so I looked it up, right? And this is a 28 minutes ago. There's tons of links where they're posting the full documentary on YouTube. How long do you think these are going to stay up? Oh, man, dude. Uh, the last thing, the left and, and this regime, this regime is going to make a quick phone call to Google and their friends over at Big Tech and say, this is a problem, this is a threat to our democracy, because that's how they frame everything that threatens their narrative or their threatens their legitimacy, their credibility. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, Mike Pence, all you had to do was kick it back down to the states and let these people get a 10-day audit so they can go through and look at some of these shenanigans. And then everybody that says, there's no proof, it's been disproven. No, it's... There's tons of compelling evidence, but the courts want to stay out of it. Mm-hmm. It's two different things. The courts, no, okay, there's some compelling shit, but we're going to stay the fuck up out of it. So they uh, they are in the, I went to, if you go to 2000mules.com, mm-hmm. all right, you can go to find a theater, and it is in theaters, uh, virtual premiere, Saturday, May 7th. So that's coming up. And if you go state by state, I'll show it to you. Oh, wow. You go to state, you pick your state, you go to Texas. Look at all, a lot of them are sold out. I mean, you go to Abilene. AMC in, in Arlington. College Station. Dude. Sold who? out, sold out. They're all sold out. And you get down here. We got Harlingen. Buy Crape. tickets. That's the, yeah. Houston. Okay, Gulf Point 30. I used to work there. Word. AMC, Gulf Point 30. It's the only one that's got tickets in our area. On May 4th. That's. That's uh, tomorrow. That's uh, tomorrow. Well, yesterday yeah. from the recording of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got them in Deerbrook, Katy, Cinemark. Humble. Um, damn, Laredo. Boy, get your tickets, Laredo. Okay, bro. This costs a lot of money. To four wall. What's that noise? My laptop. Oh, okay. To four wall a, 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 an independent film like this and to put it in all them theaters like that. I'm going to have to do my research, but, but um, that's pretty expensive. So let's just say hypothetically we produced a an independent comedy film featuring some of the funniest up-and-coming comedians and it's just a badass script and it's hilarious and you wanted to put it in all these theaters like this Hmm. that'd be pretty pricey but uh but hey this is ballpark i i don't know what they charge what um what theaters charge if they have like an extra screen that they're not using and they're willing to rent out to you Mm. and then they make the uh Dude, Rosenberg. they get a cut off the tickets, bro. Like uh-huh. small little south sold out, dude. Sold Wild. out. I love this the way they laid out this website. Yeah, it's you really have good. a list by state, and then you're able to look at all the cities. Sugarland, fuck it, sold out. Yeah, uh, the Woodlands sold out. Texarkana, Tyler, dude, Texas, bro. When people catch wind, like there's been documentaries, there's been like um, stop the steal related types of um what's the word i'm looking for uh films and stuff right the difference between this movie and the other ones is bro it shows evidence it shows their face it shows them doing it it shows them like dumping ballots in boom 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 into the little uh drop boxes and this was all part of the big old scheme that they did where they they changed the um what do you call that um Dropbox? No, no, no. They changed the rules in terms of like, can we do signature verification? Like all the all the verification mm-hmm. policing. Yeah. They just made it totally like, oh yeah, you don't have to show anything. It's a fucking pandemic, bro. I actually have some breaking news for, for on today's oh, yeah show about that. Uh, but I'm still kind of fat. I mean, here you guys. 
picture in picture, guys. I wasn't showing you that. But the website, um, here's the virtual premiere. It's, it's when is that? May 7th? Yeah. At 8 p.m. 8 p.m. I can't see it from this angle. Mm -hmm. um, and then the website, the main website, find your theater here. I mean, even, I mean, the graphic, the fucking website is The website's legit. amazing. Are you able to see who made this website? Uh, if I went to the very bottom, it's usually somewhere down here, does it say? Crafted by Goal Strategies, G-O-E-L. Um, here's the point I was trying to make. When this catches wind, when it, yeah, true, the vote, you see that? Gotcha. When this catches wind and it, it enters the zeitgeist, like, it's no longer going to be crazy conspiracy, insurrection, domestic, white supremacist, uh, QAnon. It's going to be soccer moms, suburban people, regular people, independents, regular old school motherfucking Republicans. Bill Maher might even address it like, oh, there's a film called 2000 Mules and there's fucking footage. And bro, they need to throw the book at these people. These are the same, these cheating ass motherfuckers yeah. are the same ones that be crying, talking about some democracy. Oh, it's a threat to our democracy. Speaking of, keep going. There was a, well, Hit him with the Rico. <laughs> there's a, there is a video of Bill Maher that I was going to put on today's show, but I couldn't watch it all because it was kind of long. I got to see if I can find it real quick. But just to go back to this, we should all watch this. We should chat about it in the Discord, obviously. If you're not in there, get in there. Uh, you're going to miss out. And then just do a whole podcast on just that. Because I've been looking forward to this since the spring. Like We watched the trailer a couple, like two months ago, three months ago. And, and people gave um, Mike Lindell a hard time. Like, oh, he's he's ranting about the machines again. Or um, I should say early spring, but go on. Yeah, so there's like... You know, there's never been any proof and people are always able to argue you down by saying like, well, no court has, you know, the courts threw it out. And Trump's big lie, the big lie, the big lie. This was historic. Remember what Manny Prado said on our previous episode? We had Manny Prado on. He basically was saying, what a coincidence that all around the world in different countries, the parties of the left have been winning in historic landslide you know, yeah, alleged shenanigans. Alleged, alleged chingo. Yeah, but but this right here has proof, and they're gonna, dude, they're unleashing this film right in the nick of time, right before midterms. Right now, people losing their minds over the abortion stuff, Supreme Court stuff. Um, there's so many things. You know? So let's expand on that again too, because we we talked about it on yesterday's episode. But I said I think somebody who wanted to get people riled up. Because what what other front can you go off of right now? There's no BLM riots going on. There's no like that whole movement is is in it's in its own trouble because of what the organizers have done they with that money. Mansion, yeah. uh, the COVID's over. It's done. Um, what else? What else will they have? Well, they might talk about a little spike. You know, they might need to bust out the mail-in ballots again so they'd be like hey we had some cases did you see the video though of fauci himself saying like we you know covid's not gone but we're officially out of the covid world he said that came yeah, out of his mouth full of shit. but then when they don't know how to when somebody asked saki about that saki saki whatever the next yeah, day sucky. or that same day <laughs> saki for sure sucky. she was like well uh dr fauci um you know she kind of just like brushed it off and then said we're there's COVID's definitely still there it's definitely a thing and she didn't want to repeat they what can't he get said. their story straight no they have to be very careful because they might need that shit in their back pocket he probably she probably said damn like he's fucking because he's not playing ball anymore this side or the other now they're kind of the, the snake's eating its own tail essentially which we've been saying that this would happen for two fucking years we've been saying this i mean even trevor noah when he was trying to crack jokes at that uh, correspondence dinner they're having to address like this was the side and the party the branch covidians that were all in talking about God damn it, you better keep these people masked on the plane. And they anything Trump did, it's a fucking super spreader. This motherfucker's super spreader. And, well, look at y'all. Now, every time y'all gather, all of a sudden, uh, I'm very happy to be triple boosted. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Michelle and I want to uh, thank. So stupid. Then they all do the same script. They First of all, they all triple vax and boost, and they all end up catching COVID anyway. So, and then they're like, it would have been much worse if I, uh, thankfully, thankfully Pfizer. Uh, so breaking in a sense from today's podcast, uh, is it Lehigh, Lehigh County? It's in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, finds numerous election code violations with ballot drop boxes. Okay. Perfect timing All for this to be place. coming out, right? Perfect time. Cesspool. With, with 2,000 mules coming out. Uh, 
what's his, your homeboy, your boy, uh, Jack, Jack Posobiec does a whole human events daily little section segment on it. But in, in essence, to give you the rundown real quick, see if I can find it in the articles from the post millennial, um, the office concluded that it is also abundantly clear that those provisions of the law are being breached by a large number of voters. And essentially what it was that if you were to go deliver a absentee ballot, it has to be by the person who filled it out. It can't be by anybody else. The only exceptions were if you're disabled or if you're uh, in the military overseas. Other than that, it is a disqualified, null and void absentee ballot. It's a scam. And people have been breaking that law, essentially, since the beginning. Bro, this party, the only way they could win is by cheating. And i say it again. That's why they want non-citizens to vote. I mean, how goddamn... You can call me a sellout if you want. How controversial is it to say... Only American citizens should be able to vote in American elections. Call me what you want. Yeah. Is that is that fucking controversial to say you got to be a motherfucking citizen of this country to vote in these elections? But it, it depends who you're telling it to, right? If you're telling it to a school at UCLA or you're telling it to a school, you know, in any kind of liberal city, those people's minds aren't framed around that being uh okay they're gonna be like no no human is illegal uh there's already undocumented people here as well and they need to have some say it's like well i mean goddamn bro we're we're citizens over here paying taxes i know this is gonna trigger some people we the tax paying citizen but you got you bringing in all afghanis all the ukrainians you got everybody named mama coming in and there's you know they could uh apply for the welfare and everything in their language like a motherfucker like you know what i'm saying like we're paying for everything for everybody. And we're get they putting a squeeze on the working class. So congratulations, America. They bamboozled you. Big tech is full of shit. They're all in for the take. Um I've been I've been reading the book uh, Caught Red Handed. I've been reading like chapters mm-hmm, and shit. Mm-hmm. And bro, like, I mean LeBron, dog, there was an instance where I know I'm jumping around because we we're talking about something else. It's fine. But there was an instance where um one of LeBron's teammates wrote a letter, which was basically, you know, because I mean, you NBA athlete, I don't think you have that much fucking pool, right? Depending, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, what was happening was the CCP was funding, uh, I guess, some crazy group in uh, Darfur, Darfur in Africa, right? This crazy group that was getting backed by the CCP was killing African Christians. Right. So they killed like, I think, anywhere between 200,000, 400,000 African Christians. So it was like this crazy extremist terrorist type group that was backed by China. Well, this athlete wrote a letter and had all the players, all his teammates signed it. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm down with you saying, hey, China, stop funding this group that's killing black Christians in Africa. Who didn't sign it? LeBron. boy. LeBron. LeBron and one other player who had a shoe deal. They had to do with Nike in China. So, you know, these are your fucking sellouts and, and they're all getting caught red handed. Dude, um, the guy that owns the Brooklyn Nets, uh, he's a co-owner of um, Alibaba and Taobao with Jack Ma, the guy that got disappeared. Well, he's a big donor to Yale, right? So China is in the position. Imagine like two Chinese dudes right now like chopping it up on some gangster shit like how do they how do gangsters chop it up in china i don't know a sauna i don't know right (laughs) but but they're having like their meeting and it's like bro it's like bro do you know that we have influence and we control like their athlete like you ever heard of lebron james yeah dude he's down what you heard of john cena lebron james yeah like they'll even tell you like their universities bro the best ones yale yale like the staff at Yale is not allowed to critique certain shit. If you're a student, if you're a freedom loving student from Hong Kong and you're attending Yale, you're getting heckled every step of the way. You're not getting any support. Um, they damn near like they're like, fuck you and your freedom and Hong Kong. We're CCP, bitch. And that's all up in Yale. The dude that owns the Brooklyn Nets gave like a multi-million dollar. Uh, they got a building named after his pop. And uh, you got all the BLM shit in the Brooklyn Nets stadium. It's all like, once you look at the CCP's agenda and how they work and how they influence and they're just cutting checks, 
And and they're the one these think tanks at these universities are the ones who came up with the notion that if you critique the CCP, you're promoting anti-Asian hate. So boom. That's like sorry y'all. That's like um one of their go-to things. And another thing they say is if you're critiquing the CCP and our system, you're misinformed. So what happened when the general uh, manager of the Rockets said, we stand with Hong Kong or free the Uyghurs or whatever, right? LeBron said, well, when you're misinformed, you have to be careful what you tweet because there's ramifications. What a he literally dumb. used, it might be coincidence, he literally used the talking point word that is being used to deflect. But he could critique everything about America. He has full carte blanche permission to critique anything and everything about american police and race relations and fucking do you do your kaepernick thing bro you, you can get a check so much to talk about so much to break down so in in that same vein of what you just said like this country is so big right there's so many people it's still the freest best place you could ever be despite all of the you know hundreds of hours worth of stuff that we've talked about discussed on the podcast you'd rather be here Talking about this, trying to decipher what's going on, and making your living with you and your family here than almost, not almost, than anywhere else. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. Who, who's going to give us $33 billion? Who's going to drop off food and medicine to us? Right. Exactly. And we can still have this kind of freedom for the time being, and still make a living, and still provide for our families versus and, other countries. And still tweet. And still tweet and, and all that shit. But nonetheless, like, you have to be aware of some of this stuff. The people that completely are oblivious to it, I'm a little envious of them that they can be that much of a yeah. out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But um, how big do you think the country is now? Like, as of, this is a 2020 numbers. How, how big is America? How many people? Like, well, last summer it was like 325 million or something. Yeah, 329 now. 329.5 okay. million. There's so many people to have to convince of certain things, right? And somehow, the media, which we always hear, doesn't even have like as of the last year. The ratings are down. No one watches. Like, there's literally like you'd be lucky to get a hundred thousand viewers on some of the main shows. Who's affecting so much of the zeitgeist? Like, who is you know? And then you go back to the teachers, and you go back to these influencers, you go back to these celebrities that are that's who people are paying attention to. And then you really start to look, and you're like, man, I can't have my kid worshiping LeBron James. I don't give a fuck if he wants to be a basketball player and how good of a player he is. Like, there's certain things that people are gonna have to start making decisions because it's so in your face. Like, the internet has broken the matrix right mm -hmm. and it's gonna be tough but it's it's gotta be done or this country is over so you're saying that we're headed we're on the wrong track if the youth keeps idolizing hollywood elites and john Leguizamo and yeah and i hate to say it man because i not didn't idolize hollywood but growing up i wanted to be a broadcaster of sorts i wanted to be in front of people and i wanted people to listen to what i had to say never did i think that what i would end up talking the most about would be stuff like this where I'm like, hey, you know what? People that broadcast and are in front of cameras and microphones are, are pretty fucking terrible people. <laughs> yeah. They're getting that money. But they're definitely getting that money. They're definitely getting that money. Have you finished that? You haven't finished the book, right? Red-handed, no. Did they say how much these kind of athletes are, are getting from these kind of deals or anything? Uh, no. Right in that particular chapter, which was, which was mainly focused on Yale... And uh, uh, the guy's name is Joe Sai, I believe, the co-owner mm -hmm. of Alibaba and Taobao. And basically how they're just like, uh, they just like parrot the CCP. They're down with the CCP. They're, they're, they basically like have openly been quoted saying things like, it's a wonderful system, like America needs to be more like that. And they've even defended like Tiananmen Square. Like, the, you know, the image of the person standing in front of the tank and people trying to fight for freedom. They were just kind of like, hey, man, the state had to do what it had to do. Yeah. You know, Alibaba, you know, <laughs> make sure to shop Taobao. And it's like the little Amazon of China or whatever. That's so stupid. And then man. the minute Jack Ma started to complain about regulatory bodies of conducting business in China, motherfucker got disappeared. Sit your ass down. You t uh, before we started talking about this particular subject, and so and also to go back to the uh, Pasobic uh his podcast talking about the, the we're talking about the ballot boxes and tw 2000 yes. mules before mm -hmm. we got to this part with yeah. uh, red handed and all that um we got to watch red handed i mean we got to read red handed cuz i i got a copy of it too yeah, and i yeah, gave it to you yeah, we got to watch 2000 mules mm -hmm. and then we just got to keep an eye on these stories like this this Pennsylvania uh Lehigh County or whatever it's not going to be the last one we hear about this is more and more going to come out i mean Arizona Wisconsin Colorado Georgia yeah. Georgia, they said Georgia one of the worst ones, the way Stacey Abrams and 
the crooked ass Republicans that let it all go down. Mm-hmm. You know, Houston. I mean, we, a couple months ago, we talked about all of the uh, all of the lost ballots and Hidalgo's elections official who's re- you know stepping down. Corrupt. And, I don't know, man. Corrupt. Like you, you hate to sound like that tinfoil hat person, but it's all coming from one side. And not saying that the other side is a hundred percent clean and, and all that shit. But who's in power right now? Who's pulling the strings right now? And and it's almost like there's, yeah, I don't know if it's three sides or four sides, but like. Republicans and conservatives or whatever the fuck, people on the right, not equal, not the same. It's like totally divided, right? So so we, um, like I tried to people like Gil, American Cholo, or anybody else that I m- might have conversations with from time to time, or anybody's listening, I always try to make that distinction mm-hmm. because, uh, trust me, a lot of times you don't want to be down with Oh, Republicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, do be very weary of tribalism and just playing teams just cause and and just voting down ballot or whatever. Because mm-hmm. we see it all the time. Right now there's a controversy in Ohio where uh did you see the dementia Don thing t- trending on Twitter? Mm-mm. They're trying to say uh Donald Trump has dementia. No. Which which it's like, I don't know if he does or he doesn't. I know he's up there in age. I know he did the the little test. He's like, camera, TV, person, woman. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker was proud. I took the test and I did it great. And, yeah. they, and they warned me it's very difficult. I said, no, 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 give me the test. It's almost like he does have a time machine. And he does know, like, I need to take this goddamn test because I know that motherfucker ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He could hold it over him. But people on the left, they're just like, there's nothing wrong with Joe Biden. They have the nerve to trend dementia Don when you got... Sleepy Joe in the White House. Uh, hey man, occupying sixteen hundred. I like my president to be sleepy. I, I like that he's sleepy. sleepy. I mean, can you imagine an alpha guy coming in all aggressive? Good and, child, I like my president to be sleepy. And now look what happened when you got weak leadership. Look at what's happening. So before all this, you mentioned uh, Afghan refugees and Ukrainian refugees and all that. You know, all that we're talking about taxes. We're talking about all that stuff. Have you seen Project Veritas's latest breaking news? I saw like a trailer of it, but I want to do a deep dive. Okay. It's four minutes. That's it's on the longer side of clips, but stop me whenever you want. We gotta watch this. Gotta get your opinion on it on the Basically podcast. they had terrorists and shit brought over here from Afghanistan. I'm gonna let you make your judgment on this video shortly. And has come forward to reveal suspected terrorists are roaming freely inside the United States following the Biden administration's exit strategy in Afghanistan and the government's initiative to shelter fleeing refugees, known as Operation Allies Welcome. I am so, so proud of what we were capable of doing and what we did in Operation Allies Welcome. We have evacuated nearly 28,000 people on both U.S. and coalition aircraft. We are conducting thorough scrutiny, security screening. Anyone arriving in the United States will have undergone a background check. The records we've obtained confirm these individuals as national security threats currently within our borders. Meet Anwar Halak Wahidi, who is classified as a Category 15 threat by the Department of Homeland Security for having used explosives or arms. Category 15 falls under the Tier 1 threat level, which is labeled as armed and dangerous. Documents further reveal he was only added to the terrorist watch list after already being admitted into the U.S. on October 17, 2021, under Operation Allies Welcome. Wahidi applied the next day for his two-year work visa and 10 days later, it was approved. Nazir Ahmad Rahimi entered the U.S. on August 24, 2021. Flagged by DHS because he has engaged or is likely to engage in an unspecified violent terrorist act. Despite being apprehended by ICE while in the U.S., he has yet to be deported and his last known address is in our nation's capital. Ismail Jarat arrived in the U.S. on August 31st, 2021. Less than a month later, he was re-added to the terror watch list as a Category 15 for having used explosives or arms. Since then, his work visa has been approved. Tassinola Wafa Manazal was paroled into the U.S. on October 14th, 2021. The next day, he was re-added to the terror watch list as a Category 7 threat if enters the U.S and also approved for his two-year work visa. 
Iqbal Alakoze was arrested in Afghanistan on December 11, 2014 and charged with murder. But that didn't stop him from being paroled into the U.S. on August 25, 2021. Records indicate ICE dismissed his case, saying it, quote, does not meet ICE enforcement priorities, unquote. He remains in the U.S. and his work visa is pending. This doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Those we've investigated are just a small sample size, all of whom still remain within our borders. Our source inside the federal government has identified numerous cases involving people who pose national security risks. This begs the question, how could this be happening? I am so proud, so, so proud of what we were capable of doing and what we did in Operation Allies Welcome. Thousands of our Afghan allies paroled into the United States swiftly received employment authorization. We're also continuing to work with the State Department to improve the efficacy, integrity, security and transparency of the U.S. Refugee Admissions Program, which, as you know, was almost dismantled over the last four years. To date, Operation Allies Welcome has brought over 84,000 Afghan refugees into the United States. According to our source, known terrorists are also gaining access to the country through the southern border, <laughs> as millions of people stream across unchecked every year. Our federal agencies are clearly aware of the crisis, yet seem to prioritize accelerated vetting over the security of Americans. This is only the beginning of our investigation. Stay tuned. Ah, oh, man. Okay. So, I was listening to uh, Thomas Sowell's audiobook. It might have been the collection of essays Dismantling America, perhaps. And he mentions how, like, during the Obama era, all these human rights activist type people started be up in arms, like, have you seen what they're feeding these poor terrorists at Guantanamo Bay? And it's like, hey, you're not allowed to, that's considered torture or stuff like that. Like basically soft on terrorists. Mm -hmm. so, like they want to be pen pals with the terrorists, right? Well, meanwhile, you got the J6 people being framed as domestic terrorists. I mean, listen, if you were, if you broke some kind of rule, give them their day in court. If you were trespassing, if it was a misdemeanor, if it was a felony, if you took a shit in Nancy Pelosi's office, you know, if you put a guillotine <laughs> looking for Mike Pence, whatever, Whatever the motherfucking crime, go ahead and let these people have their time in court. Due process, right? Not none of this. We're going to try to bankrupt you and, and, and force you, whatever. But so there's been a trend of the woke left that are trying to be soft on terrorists. I mean, you heard the lady just mm -hmm. like, I mean, obviously she, she didn't say like out of the 84K that we're bringing, only 800 of them are terrorists. But how many terrorists do you really need in your country for them to really make an impact? Or is it going to turn into no-go zones, right? right. The book by um, Rahim Kassam, where he talks about in Great Britain, if I'm not mistaken, in Great Britain, they had such an influx of like Islamic extremists that the police weren't even able to go into certain neighborhoods. They had to get permission from like a religious leader or some community leader of some sort. Like they were literally no-go zones. So if you're just like a regular tourist or a, a British person, there were areas where you knew we didn't had, where the British were like, we didn't had so many, so many refugees so many Muslims, no offense, this ain't supposed to be Islamophobe, mm. Islamophobic at all, because all this, all this stuff that James O'Keefe and Project Veritas is talking about, it's going to get twisted into, oh, well, that's because y'all are Islamophobia, Islamophobic, and not every, obviously, we got a lot of Muslim friends. You know, there's a mosque around the corner. Uh, some One of the best comedians out of Houston is, is Muslim. You know, whatever. We ain't got nothing against Muslims. Uh, one of the, the, the brothers that... Um, the Williams brothers that produced my They Can't Deport Us All album, they did like eight tracks. They're Muslim, Nation Islam. But here's the thing. When they started bringing all in people from Afghanistan, you know what they were mainly concerned about? They weren't concerned with, hold on, man, we got to make sure we triple check who we're bringing. They were more concerned with, um, is it Muslim-friendly food going to be available when we're... That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, turn that down. That's really what they were more worried about. Like, they had enough time to 
take care of those details and to make sure that like everything is like not kosher, but like everything's, you know, Muslim diet friendly. They're going to be warm. Welcome. It wasn't like motherfucker who you with and why you so adamant by getting on this plane. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know? I and, dude. And, and, and one more thing. When we were trying to help evacuate the uh, Afghani refugees and, and so on and so forth, a lot of times it wasn't women and children. It was grown ass men in that plane. Y'all saw it. Y'all saw the images. Don't act like you did. Don't let your little liberal progressive eyes lie to you. Don't get gaslit into being like, I'm so afraid to be viewed as Islamophobe that I'm not going to say anything. Number one, we saw a lot of grown ass men. It wasn't all women and children. Number two, why weren't they taken to a nearby friendly neighboring country? You got Qatar, or Qatar, however you want to say it. You got all these other countries. You got allies. You got countries in region where we have military bases. And we had already seen a lot of um, Afghani people like shoot at the um, at soldiers. Like they'd be like, oh, I'm cool. I, I can come volunteer on base. And they'd be like, all right, motherfucker. Like they'd have a pass to be like, okay, he's local. Déjalo. And the next thing you know, he get a hold of a shank and he's trying to kill a general. I had an idea for a podcast the other day. I was just sitting out back and I was like, you know what? Maybe just thinking, you know, just thinking out loud. What if we added to the, uh, go ahead, go ahead. What if you add, huh? We were in the middle of lunch earlier. Um, a podcast that's trading races where you would add, like whoever was hosting the podcast would have someone else of, of a different race and you just kind of talk about it you talk about the culture you kind of break down those walls of like well you don't know because you haven't lived the life in my shoes and you don't blah 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 like yeah it's fair to say like i just want to approach it from the like let's get other people to tune in and just get familiarized with shit that maybe you haven't experienced or whatever and just see how people can come to the table and just chat about stuff relate on certain things learn about the other cultures the other you know whatever's you want to call it it sounds very racist yeah it's usually that's usually where it would go people so i can already picture like you have a black person and like an asian person yeah and the asian person's asking the black person like so with black people and it's like bitch you're already generalizing (laughs) i don't get around that how, you don't get around it. You just fucking go f- through it. How does a Kool-Aid guy get into a room? You got to fucking go through the goddamn wall. Like, that's what you got to do. Sometimes the, the fucking train's got to go off the tracks to get to the destination. It's just what it is. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clinging on to this world that I lived in not too long ago, maybe eight years ago, ten years ago, where shit was funny, shit was edgy, shit was acceptable, and you didn't have to worry about, like, can I call it that? Is that allowed? Who's gonna Who's gonna be upset? Like, am I gonna get in trouble? What the fuck am I in seventh you mean, grade? You mean like a lot of these Latino comedians? That All are, of them that are so progressive and left and woke. I'm not a comedian and I'm not a professional entertainer. I don't go on stage and I'm not saying that I can do what some of these people do. But when you when you witness some of their material, for lack of a better phrase, you're like, did someone write that for you? And you felt like you had to say it on stage in front of this crowd? Or well, a lot of times they do have writers. So you're telling me that in 2022. The orale, you hear me with the chancla. That's not hitting anymore. That's not gonna work in 2022. That's not not gonna fly. Orale, (laughs) you remember right? The grandma with the chancla. Orale. It had its time. It had its time. No one's saying don't do it, but it's not gonna hit, right? You could do that 98, 97, 99. And if you want to do it now, more power to you. But if I want to do a podcast called Trading Races, (laughs) we talk about races. Jesus, what were you doing when you came up with that? I had a I had a little whiskey. Right, had a racist moment. (laughs) I had a little whiskey and I was like, man, this is really good. I wonder. And then, and then later when I Googled, uh, I was like, that sounds like a movie. And then it was Trading Places, which oh, yeah, I've never yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Trading Places. That's Eddie Murphy? And Dan Aykroyd. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see it? Uh, once when I was a kid. Isn't it like a rich guy trades places with, with Eddie Murphy, who's yeah. like a con guy? I don't remember the. I don't, I don't yeah, think I think it's like it. two rich men um, make a bet and um, or something like that. See, like, I'm, and I'm sure it was hilarious. I never saw it. But oh, no, it was classic. Anything Eddie touched in, yeah. in the 80s, man. Like, was... why could you not do something like that today and make it funny? Well, it all started with politically correctness, Rob. <laughs> and now, now we've gone, dude, now we're at the point where you can't talk about alopecia. <clears throat> we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Jada. We don't talk about Bruno. God Damn it, that song gets played so often. Too bad they're groomers over there. Yeah, I know. You know, I wasn't even purposely setting this up, but it, it kind of leads into today's final story. Drew Barrymore. Uh-oh, what did she do? Did you hear what no. Drew Barrymore did? She mm-hmm. had the audacity 
to make a joke about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's case. Okay. So she cracked a joke? Exactly. Right. So far, I'm not upset at all. You would think not, right? Yeah. But let me pull it up for you. And then I also have her apology for you. Oh, okay. was it a struggle session? You're going to tell me. All right. Which, by the way... So the left is wanting to cancel Drew Barrymore. So read, read the caption there. All right. Um, Drew Barrymore is getting canceled by the left over this segment and is being labeled as, quote, insensitive. Jokes are no longer allowed on the left in 2022. <laughs> I can't handle the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. It's... I am on the feeder. It's like one layer of crazy. It's a seven-layer dip of insanity. It's, it's truly amazing just to sit back and read the transcripts of what they've done to each other. Every night I get in bed and I'm like, dude's like, this needs to be on TV. He lost the fingertip. I've got masks he in the crowd. He drew his name in blood on the wall. How about the burnt body and why a Honda Civic? Yeah. What's yeah. the Honda Civic? You know the next day at Honda, they all came into the office and they were like, why did he pick us? Like, why? What? what who, it's, who? it's fascinating. It's so fascinating. I, I, I know that these are two people's real lives and I know what it's like to have your life put out in public. Mm -hmm. um, I understand all the feelings, but they are actually offering up this. So that was it. So what was her joke? Honda said, I didn't catch... That was it. That was all it was. So, 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 I, I, man, I missed it, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so she just said, "Wow, these two people have a lot of drama, and it's and it's just so crazy." And so here's my question: Is it is Amber Heard? Is it Amber Heard's um, crowd? Like, are they, is it her beehive that are like coming for? I have Drew no Barrymore? idea. I have no idea. I'm so confused by this. That show was confusing. Like, I was like, why is Anthony Anderson that much bigger than her? And I'm like, why is she sitting <laughs> on the ground next to him? And then she went back to sit in her chair like 20 feet away. And then the whole audience is wearing masks. Yellow like, masks. Weird. What if they would have had a blue stripe in them? And now here's the struggle se session. See the hostage video that Drew <laughs> felt compelled to make after her audience educated her. Oh, oh shit. Hold on. Don't I have it up? My bad. One second. Stand by. Hi, um, it has come to my attention um, <laughs> that I have um, offended uh, people uh, with uh, making light of uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And for that, I just want to deeply apologize and appreciate everyone who spoke out because this can be a teachable moment for me and how I move forward and how I conduct myself, um, I can be a more thoughtful and better person moving forward because all I want to do is be a good person. And um, I very much uh, appreciate the depth of this. And um, I will continue to grow and I do more. Grow and change. See? <laughs> grow and change. <laughs> And do Damn. the work. Do the work. The simulations is glitched. And teaching me. Thank you. Teaching me. Um, yeah, she hit all the marks. Uh, she hit all the marks of a struggle session. <laughs> Bro. A Maoist China struggle session. I don't have Instagram on this phone. Good. But I did a uh, my own struggle session. We did a skit <laughs> where basically I'm talking to the camera and I'm like, um, it has been brought to my attention that my words have hurt people in the past some statements that I've made have really hurt people. And then it cuts to like, corn tortillas are better than flour. Change my mind. Yeah. And then it'll be like, I will continue to do the work and, you know, and grow and learn and use this as a teachable moment. Like a typical struggle session from Maoist China, a self-flagellating uh, uh, script, right? And then it cuts to, um, uh, what? Are, uh, the only way to eat the tamales is with ketchup. <laughs> you know, so we were making fun of it, but... You know, Boricita, she's a white woman and and a liberal one at that. And, you know, imagine if she was conservative. You know, she wouldn't even have a show to begin with. Um, somebody left a comment. They said, why isn't Anthony Anderson also getting canceled? Uh, good question. Maybe he's a black male. He's a black. He's a he's, Yeah, he's a. So he's therefore, a, according to the woke Marxism, uh, intersectionality, oppression Olympics, this is how they this is the racist way they look at it. He has no power because. You have to be white in order to have power. Therefore, he can't be racist. Therefore, minorities are not racist. Uh, first of all, I don't even understand what 
the issue is, what mm. did Drew Barrymore even say? She was Nothing. just like, oh my God, it's just so much cheese man it's like what are they doing to each other like getting what her show aren't aren't those day shows about this shit like just cheese i mean man that's why you yeah that's why you should never apologize to these people never play their game because th there's just no way you'll never you'll yeah. never please them drew fucking barrymore now i'm not saying i'm the biggest drew barrymore fan but i mean i, I mean, grew she, up with a shit ton of her movies I mean, she was an et bro she's she should was be she? good yeah she was a child actress in et and that alone should be her past. Yeah. Um, 51st Dates, The Wedding Singer, you know, Charlie's Angels, uh, Never Been Kissed, all these fucking, you know, for lack of a better phrase, shitty rom-coms, you know, a lot of them. But, I mean, I mean, she was in Scream. She was in Wayne's World. Remember Wayne's World? It, there's just no appeasing these people. Yeah, she's a great actress, and I don't think she did anything wrong. I think her only mistake was apologizing. For sure. Bending and kowtowing to the woke. And guess what? Dude, I don't know if you remember, because I mean, I know I was looking at the comments, but when I first, quote unquote, got attacked and canceled, it was a lot. I was like, damn, I don't recognize these accounts. I was like, maybe they followed me. Maybe they didn't. But honestly, bro, a lot of them were activists. A lot of them were like activated. Like there's a Latino who's trying to get off the plantation. Get him. And they're just like, all right, give me the cliff notes. Hey, motherfucker. Latinx assemble. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey, motherfucker, you fucking, uh, what, what's the cliff notes? Uh, you so-called tamale kingpin. Give me the cliff notes. What a, oh, you, you when you dropped this album, you thought, you know, but now this. Just fucking dorks, man. I, it, it, having been here when that all happened, I was like, uh, this isn't going to last. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it would, honestly. But now, I mean, you're just like, well, you, looking back, I wish I could like just ask those people like hey man how do you feel about that video or that blog you wrote <laughs> you know i mean we should uh, this I, I don't think they if first of all i don't even think they listen to this podcast but if they do they probably didn't listen this far into an episode no but yeah everybody who had the wrong idea and assumption about like chingo bling is a sellout because he's not convinced by this joe biden candidate i mean that's how i see it yeah uh you know the the way they take it is it's not about joe biden it's about uh you're supposed to always uh first of all you know they'll be like it's not even about you voting republican for once in your fucking life once once in your fucking life you voted differently and then look at how y'all act it's almost like you're in a gang right yeah and you think they're your friends and the minute you do something the gang don't like it's like holy shit what kind of a gang was I a part of? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, this is a shitty gang. Now that I think about it. It's um, like, you didn't do that drive-by on Chico. And it's like, well, fuck, dude. I didn't think y'all was going to act like this. Yeah, I don't even know, man. It, you, you try to like talk about uh, these particular instances because it's it's culturally irrelevant, right? She's she's famous. It's, it's pretty relevant to people I our age. Mm -hmm. But trying to make sense of it like i'm scrambling for words of really what that was because in other instances you can be like all right like they were pushing the, the envelope on whatever that was the lamest story about like i'm getting home after work and i'm like oh my god all this stuff's going on with them like uh -huh. she should have been like uh suck my dick <laughs> fuck all y'all she should have been like eat my pussy uh y'all suck my dick <laughs> fuck all y'all i ain't apologizing shit i didn't say shit um who are y'all y'all supposed to be the amber heard fucking clan coming the, for me the amber turd herd you know the turd herd um <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the episode turd herd turd herd but yeah you know all the people that are like it's not even about republican bro you voted for trump and he hates us and he doesn't want you here and all this like where where did you get that from like bitch i'm a citizen what you mean they don't want you here either. I'm How a citizen. How dare you say you're a citizen? It's like, I'm a citizen, ho, and I love the Constitution, I love my freedom, and I love my rights, and you can suck my dick. Trading races, coming 2022. Have a Coke and a smile. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Who said that? Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. He was making fun of uh, Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because do you remember that joke? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Dude, it was such a good joke. Yeah, the One joke. Of my favorites. Yeah, well, he's basically saying that, uh, and you know what's interesting about it? He was never gets enough credit. No, no, no. This is what's interesting about it. No, I, I think Eddie Murphy gets a ton of credit. No, no, I mean that particular joke was just. I mean, I yeah, didn't hear it enough. No, this, this is what I want to say. Is like he was basically saying 
Bill Cosby is smug and judgy and wants to tell me what the fuck I could do. Bill Cosby wants to be the joke police and tell me that I'm too dirty. And so he did the joke where it's like, you know, the filth, flarn, filth. And you're saying the stage. And I don't know if you remember, but he'd be like, and my son wanted money for the ticket. And I asked my wife, Camille, give him the money for the ticket. <laughs> and he comes home. He went to your show. He's excited. He's like, dad, dad, he says these things. He says these things. And son, what did he say? What did Eddie Murphy say? He says he sins. And he's bitch, suck my dick. Suck my cock. Fuck you, bitch, suck my dick. And he's just like, the filth, flarn, filth. He's like, I was upset, man. Bill Cosby just went raw on me on the phone. He's like, I had to call Richard Pryor. He's like, tell that motherfucker I said, have a Coke and a smile. And shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Tell him I said suck my dick. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it was a great joke. Had impressions in it and everything. Um, speaking of jokes, I saw a clip. Just randomly, I'll see stand-up clips from time to time from old comedians. It was a uh, Patrice O'Neill joke. Oh, man. What a legend, right? Where he's talking about uh, like wives and women and like about, uh, damn, what was the, the, whole, the premise was like being alone. He's like, you know, guys don't always want to be alone, but sometimes you just want to be alone. And, you know, your wife or your girl comes up to you and you're just like... What are you doing? Can I hang out with you? Are you watching the game? Why is the light off? Turn the light on. What are you eating that for? It's bad for you. A burger? You shouldn't eat a burger. Let me make you a sandwich. And then it's a dry-ass sandwich. Now you're eating a dry-ass sandwich with the lights on. You try to be quiet. It just goes and goes and goes. And I'm like, that's exactly what it's like a lot of the times. (laughs) (sighs) R.I.P., man. Patrice on me. R.I.P. So let's leave these people before we get to Patreon episodes, which if you're not a part of the Patreon, what are you doing with your life? Where can they go? You go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales, and you could be directly supporting the growth of the show. Directly. And um, they still have chances to catch you in Corpus if you're in Corpus. Corpus Christi, all weekend long, May 5th through the 7th, Chingo de Mayo, comedy weekend. Lot to talk about. Sorry, I'm like half burping while I'm talking. (laughs) What are you eating over there? <clears throat> that was some leftover spaghetti, but I threw in, it's, it's kind of disgusting because I threw in some tuna in there because I needed some protein. Mm. Yeah. I like putting some shit together, but that sounds disgusting. Yeah, Absolutely. it sounds a little nasty, but um, you know, it's some HEB tuna packets with the flavoring on them. I don't like tuna unless it's like sushi, you know? Like okay, you never tuna. do a tuna sandwich? Never. Never tuna Gross. sandwich? Gross. I don't like mayo. I don't like that shit people You don't like throwing. mayo? No. Okay. Ketchup only. <laughs> okay, no mayo. I know you don't like mustard. Don't like mustard. I love mustard. Don loves that shit you gave her. That the German super mustard. like what is like? It's almost like sauerkraut or something. No, no. It, no. relish almost. No, no? Re- do you know what relish is? It's pickles, isn't it? Yeah, it this, tasted like I this don't know. was mustard, my brother. It didn't. I mean, it's just not good. I guess because I don't like it, my mouth is like, what the fuck am I doing with this? It's German, bro. It's German. Oh. They're bad dudes. Bad dudes. Um, you before- get a sausage and you cut it and you put some mustard on it. I mean, I put some ketchup and barbecue sauce on it. Okay. When are we going to start the third? Because the second one didn't count, but we need a summer Mamalo challenge to get the patrons ready for summer. Is this the one where we do like the uh, DEXA scan? We got to do something. Even if it's like we go back to just the what's your goal? Can you hit, you know, X amount between now and the beginning of summer, which I think is June 20th? Mm -hmm. So if I'm trying to put on muscle, is that a goal, or you have it? It's all. Is it all about losing? No. Anything for the gainers out there? Uh, yeah. Well, we we could do that <laughs> for the gainers. Come on, out dog. There. Not everybody, you know. Not everybody wants to get smaller. Okay. And smaller. All right. You're trying to bulk up. You're trying to get bigger for your jujitsu nights. Something. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. But okay. you're you're in Corpus, and then you're like all these Texas shows. But like, do you want to give the people an idea of when we're gonna in the Discord in the Pudo Gains channel get rededicated because uh, the spring challenge kind of just took a shit. Yeah, what happened with that? Why? It, it like Amber Heard just shit the bed. But what happened? How how do we keep this thing? How do we improve upon? General, what happened? You tell me. I'm not in charge of uh, spreadsheets. Well, that's fine. That's more. I, of a I went and got my inbody. Yeah, I went and got my inbody. Have you followed up on that? I need to go get another one, huh? So you haven't even followed up on it. I went and got one. Which shout out to I believe it's Mark from Cali is one of our patrons inside the Discord. On the very basically final week, he checked in and said, "All right, since the beginning of the year, I've lost thirty five pounds." Shit, dude! Congratulations. What is he doing? More than most of the people mm. who are in. No, that I'm really gym. curious. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Well, when you hear this, Mark, shout out. Uh, put it in the Discord. Tell us what you've been doing. And um, Giovanni had a uh, what do you call it? The concession speech, or because uh, he lost. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we also f- officially will announce that um, just here is the 
TIA Agent of the Month for the yes. month of April. We'll have yeah. another one at the end of May. But uh, that's all I got. Yeah, and if anybody's into identity politics, she is a female. She identifies as female. Yeah, and they call her queen. Yeah, we don't know how Giovanni identifies sometimes. Some of these um, memes are very hard to make it sure. Very good memes. <laughs> Excellent memes in the Discord. So that was fun. I got to wear my sombrero, and yeah. we got to talk about Amber Turd and everything else. Train so races uh, and whatnot. For sure, for sure. So yeah, any ideas for shows? I kind of want to do a like a prepper survival show. Um, but guess what, y'all? At the end of the day, a lot of times on the business side of it, it's kind of like, can you monetize that? Like, can you get an audience off, off of that? And is anybody willing to sponsor that? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just having a little show for fun. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not at the, at the point in time where you can do that. So uh, RPT has got to be the, the catalyst of anything, of everything else. So it's got to start with this show. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a survival show should have a ton of potential for sponsors. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just an interesting subject, an important one at that. But like if it's like Cavender, I mean, not Cavender, like Academy and Cabela's or a fishing thing or uh, My Patriot Supply. Can yeah. we get a promo code? Right. Promo code Chingo, like stock up on some food. Um but there's a lot to unpack and, oh, dis yeah. and dissect with that, for sure. Yeah. Especially the way shit's getting, man. Bill Gates buying up the farmland. They're blowing up food plants. They're catching fire. Which we haven't even got to. Mysteriously, yeah. Like the podcast and please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. And tell a friend. Let's spread it. Sass. I los watch.